What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, Donktober 11th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Dual Shocker's own Mario Rivera. Hello, Mario. Hello. Hey, you said my name right. Uh, it's because so... ahead of time I hit you up to say, hey, how do I say <laughs> your name right? Like it's 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 the little things that make me the host I am, Mario, and that's trying to be respectful to everyone I bring on my show. That's good. That's good. Thank how you are so you, sir? Uh, a lot of things have happened in the last two weeks. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely been overwhelming, but I'm here and I'm trying to live my best life. Got my coffee. I can't find coffee, so I'm excited. So, let's uh, of course, Mara, this. you've been a kind of funny best friend for a long, 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 long time. Uh, Bandcamp days. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? I, I got an <laughs> I got an email from Bandcamp the other day. I was like, hey, by the way, you've made zero dollars, but you've had like three plays. I'm like, who is listening to Bandcamp Game Over Greggy episodes? I digress. Um, <laughs> you're here, of course, in a professional capacity. Mario, who are you and what do you do? Uh, yes, I am that Mario Rivera. I am the video managing editor here at Dual Shockers, uh, where we I make help develop the content there. Um, when you see the reviews in terms of the videos, if you see the editorials in terms of previews for gameplay stuff, I am the one that's doing the operations on the actual YouTube side of our website. So we'll have someone who is a wonderful writer, like say like Logan Moore or Michael Ruiz or Autocracky or Ben Bayless, and I will convert their words, make them into a video that should be shown on our platform and hopefully shown on, as, on a different, to, totally different medium than from the written word. So that's that's essentially what my job is to make other people and bring it to life, really. How long have you been doing that now for Dual Shockers? This is actually, and, and I got the notification on Instagram because the only way I know my anniversary is because I met Ric Flair. Uh, this is my <laughs> one, <laughs> this is my one one year anniversary with Dual wow, Shockers. Congratulations! Actually, yeah, yeah. So. That's crazy uh, to see the year development happen. But yeah, absolutely. Um, my first gig, I got to shoot w, uh, WWE 2K20. There it is. You got your cup still. Yeah, I still got my cup. So do we uh, blame you for that game? And how that came out? No. Is that something you say? <laughs> no, no, no. We were very critical very early. <laughs> um, no, I don't but... mean... <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Uh, the other thing, though, Mario, is, of course, you're here kicking off Kind of Funny's uh, Hispanic Heritage Week. Now, when I say kicking off, that actually, I think, downplays the fact that you are the entire reason this is happening. Kevin, can you throw up the first link there? <laughs> I have it uh, underneath guest. Uh, of course, you hit us up and said, hey, if you guys are doing anything for Hispanic Heritage Month, which, of course, uh, ends at the end of this week, uh, you know, it'd be great to have me on or and, you know, promote creators like that, Latinx creators. And... It was interesting because, first off, uh, you tagged everybody in this tweet. I missed it just for, I guess, how jam-packed the day is and how crazy my Twitter feed is. Uh, Andy didn't. And I think it was one of those things, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month was coming around. We understood that because Andy was activated in it. He was doing, he has been doing a bunch of stuff with Twitch. He was streaming yesterday uh, on the front page of Twitch for it. But it was one of those things that, you know, uh, trying to keep everybody paid, the show's going, where's the Xbox Series X, yada, 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 the million other things going on. I think it kind of missed uh, our checklist thing of like we should do something too right i think we often forget that kind of funny isn't just uh, us clowning around about batman and robin it is a, a platform that can be used for good so you know you sent this tweet out uh andy saw it and agreed with it and brought it up at the company meeting and now you know, we're starting hispanic heritage week yeah i honestly and, and and kudos to you guys in general i feel like this year has been a hell of a one um and within it's obviously this good <laughs> it's not no. been a good year no but i do think that you guys have done an excellent job in bringing up new people representing new people uh whether it is being zombie kills um mm. Paris Lily, uh obviously all the people that have come before me but now you're also now helping out obviously the latin latin people as well so very much uh appreciative of this opportunity and to help spark this conversation to have us all have something to do this week. Uh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's uh, kind of funny. Games Daily has a Latinx uh, host throughout the week. Uh, Andy's leading a kind of funny podcast this week. That's all Latinx creators. Uh, we are also doing two different episodes of We Have Cool Friends. So it's a jam packed Hispanic Heritage Week. And really, I have to thank you, Mario. I have to thank you for doing this. Uh, you know, I think 
when we started kind of funny, one of the first things I said, right, was that we weren't making this for you, right? We were building this with you. And what that meant, of course, is that we're not in an ivory tower. We are uh, on the ground with you guys because we're making stuff for our best friends, you, the audience. And so we need you to, of course, keep us honest, kind of funny.com slash you're wrong, but also point things out that are happening in different communities that we might miss. Or, I mean, and I know how silly it sounds to me, or I shouldn't say that. I think I understand how silly it sounds to a lot of people. Take into account that we still think of this business as a bunch of friends clowning around. So it's hard for us sometimes to remember that we have a reach, we have a platform, and we should use it for things like this to celebrate our friends who don't get enough of the limelight. So thank you, Mario. We couldn't have done this without you. Yeah, thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, now, if you're ready, ladies and gentlemen, we have a bunch of bad news. <laughs> uh, outside of the fact that there's Xbox Series X is popping up in the wild, it's a bummer of a news day. Crucible is dead, Invisible, Invisible, Indivisible is dead, and Level 5 in North America is dead. Uh, we're going to talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Of course, you can give us your questions, comments, concerns, squad up requests, and everything else under the daily video game news, son. Of course, on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games daily ad-free and with a giant post show we do at the end each and every day. Uh, remember, of course, there's also the show uh, Bless Up. If you're going over to Kind of Funny, I will, I swear, record uh, the September Gregway today. <laughs> uh, I'm get, or not today, but this week, I'm getting it done. Um, if you have no bucks to toss away, it's no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every week day uh some housekeeping for you right now my first impressions of yakuza like a dragon on the xbox series x are up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and of course the first impressions podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts it's me and imran khan talking about yakuza like a dragon uh for what about 25 minutes it's very good i think and i had a really great discussion with uh, imran who brought in all the dragon quest information i did not know about (laughs) <laughs> on top of that uh we are streaming two different games this week second extinction with me and andy is happening wednesday 12 30 p.m pacific time uh twitch.tv slash kind of funny games of course this is the game where you run around and kill dinosaurs with machine guns so we're excited and then friday uh blessing and i are making good in our word and saying that andy cortez is a liar and playing ghost of tsushima legends right after kind of funny games daily so about 11 30 a.m pacific time on friday we will kick that off and play for as long as we can before the next conflict on the calendar of course, like I said, all the stuff about patreon.com slash kind of funny games. One of the other perks you can get is being a Patreon producer like James Davis at James Davis makes uh, blackjack and Tom Bach. Today, we're brought to you by DoorDash, uh, Upstart and Bespoke Post. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. Vegas doesn't. Kevin, what's going on? Give me the give me the rundown. I lost what's my headphones. <laughs> I lost the case. It fell out of my pocket, and I can't find it. Do you think you lost them just like out in the wild? They're just gone. Yeah, gone? yeah. I was walking the dog. I'm trying to review That's... nest footage I have. See if I dropped it near my house. If you can even see it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye, Kevin. Uh, number one, well, Kevin, you're needed for these first few stories. Number one, oh, uh, Xbox Series Xs are starting to pop up in the wild. Kevin, if you want to sh- throw up the first one, we have a tweet image here from uh, Nibel over on Twitter who's taking it from Reddit, but it doesn't matter. It's still awesome. It is a crate. It is a warehouse. It is a couple different pallets of the Xbox Series X boxes out there ready to be delivered to some lucky soul eventually. Uh, if you're an audio listener, we've seen the leaked front of it before, but now it's confirmed for for sure for sure that yes it's the top of the xbox series x with the green on it talking about being one terabyte ssd and in the back using the slogan power your dreams as master chief looks over a stunning halo vista um if that wasn't enough there is an unboxing up on youtube as well uh user over there by the name of willie crow has has what i would imagine and this isn't a knock i don't know who willie crow is yeah 203 subscribers this man is about to have the most successful video of his entire life 
He, you know what I mean? Willie Crow is all about this. Uh, it is him unboxing an Xbox Series X as it goes through. Uh, of course, Xbox Series Xs are out in the wild. Influencers, kind of funny. Press, we do have our Xbox Series Xs, but the embargo is very, very detailed on what can be talked about when and where is why you keep seeing the same photos of the unplugged off Xboxes and then some stuff now for booting and loading and going between games. But as you click through here, yeah, for Willie Crow, Kevin, you see him going through, getting it out. It comes with the same thing. Power your dreams. It's wrapped up. And then, of course, it is the tower. He's going through his controller. He's doing all this stuff, getting into the power plug. But of course, Jeff Keighley, you know, he's had that exclusive for years now, Mario. <laughs> yeah, Mario, where are you with your excitement for next gen? As we are here officially one month today from PlayStation 5, uh, what a month minus two days <laughs> from Xbox Series X. <laughs> uh, in terms of that, I mean, I, I've been excited since we started doing the live streams for when the videos have been dropping sure. um, at Soul Shocker. So, with every new morsel of information that I get, the fact that the quick resume thing looks amazing, mm. that's what I'm super excited for. I'm hoping that it's on the PlayStation because that's the one I pre-ordered. Yeah. Um, but the fact that, yes, I, I, the games, the system, everything, I'm just super excited for the fact that this is coming in less than a month. Uh, right. That's the, the craziest that I, part. You start yeah. thinking about that. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I felt like we were getting drip-fed, like, the whole time for the last two years, especially when we first got it, I think the PS5 announcement like last year. But basically, yeah. finally, we are reaching the point where it's going to matter, and I'm, I'm really excited for it. Um, I love this. I love in this video specifically. It's obviously a Spanish creator that found this box, or however, however you found that. Yeah, um, yeah well, it fell off a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, how it goes. But uh, yeah, it just, yeah. just stumbled into his life. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny you bring up quick resume. One of the things I saw uh, Alana Pierce, of course, the kind of funny XCast host, uh, tweeting about, I think yesterday, but maybe even this morning, I forget, was talking about like how people really aren't wrapping their heads around quick resume and what that's all about. Because she's like, yeah. it's not about starting, you know, going between games on one night. It's the fact that like when you turn off the console and turn the console back on, you can quick resume in. It's it's leaving six games open for weeks and coming back between them. And for me, with my tests of it, what's shocking and I didn't understand either was, you know, I'd be playing, I'd be playing Yakuza. And uh, for some reason, there was a technical bug for audio that was not, totally on my side. It was a, you know, a kind of funny problem of un unplugging the HDMI, going into a Aver, coming out of an Aver, all these different things. But when I restarted the console for the first time and I was like, all right, let's restart Yakuza to go back into Yakuza and have it immediately pick up where I was. And not, and not like load, do the thing. It was like, start Yakuza, boom, you were right here. And it was like, oh, my God, like even when it's being power cycled, even when I'm giving it a hard like, OK, you know, no, no, go restart the system. It is still remembering where you were in that game and dropping you instantaneously back to where it was. Yeah, that that just sounds incredible. I mean, and the fact that you're able to do that, like you said, turn the power off entirely and then be remembered. I, I'm afraid to do that on my PC, let alone open <laughs> one or two games. I feel like my PC will explode. So the fact that that box can handle that and handle up to up to four or six, I've heard. Yeah. That's intense. Like I'm, I'm super excited, especially if you know I decide that I want to play some Avengers, which I, would I saw those tests. So, okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you to play Avengers because it's a pretty broken game, but I do love Avengers, so I would say play Avengers. Oh no, uh, I love it. No, I love Avengers. I'm, I'm, I have a Captain America main. I play on PS4. That's my guy. That's my guy that's right, right there. That's right. That's right. You're, you're, we're gonna get that PlayStation Five upgrade when we get there. Woo wee. Oh, better, yeah. better, be, better load as fast as that Xbox version cut does because it Please. does. Please. I digress. Jordan D writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says today officially marks one month before next gen is here. In honor of this countdown, I want to look back at older generations. So my question to you guys is this. Is there a trend in gaming from previous generations that you wish to see make a comeback in next gen games? alternatively is there a trend from this gener this generation that you hope to see go away or become less common mario it's a big question yeah and i was pondering it obviously when we were setting up the doc i think well the, the big thing for this generation that i want gone and it's the final fantasy 7 like going behind the wall <laughs> cutting sure. through yeah yeah the, the that, slide the slide thing like Emron, I, I believe Emron brought that up on one of the games cast and yeah 1000 percent. can we please stop that <laughs> it, to me as much as i understand what it's what it's for and what it's necessary for I'm excited for the games to evolve past that specific loading. And sure. obviously, if you go back to even like Spider-Man, Spider-Man has the, the if you want quick quick travel, which why would you at Spider-Man just swing around? Uh, it was the lowest rate of view on the, on the CTA, or sorry, sorry, CTA is Chicago uh, on, the, on the line. <laughs> I hear you. I feel you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in terms of that, it's just like, 
All right, cool. Um, that is what I'm excited for from this current gen. And I was thinking back, obviously, on the previous generations, and I think that a lot of the things that I think that were awesome about, or not awesome, things that I wish that they worked on are fixed, you know, from previous generations. Uh, I think we've pretty much solved. Like to me, indie games are not really indie games anymore. Like in the terms yeah. that they were, we they're games. You know, like they're actual games. Do they get the biggest releases like Call of Duty and stuff like that? No, but it just takes a game from two years ago to grow big in a matter of moments. The moment people discover it. Yeah, let's play some Among Us later. Just kidding. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. And I think yeah, you're right there at the point. I mean, you know, I think that you know, and when you look at something like when Bastion originally released, right? It was oh like, my oh my god, this is so great. Can you believe it's an indie game? Can you believe it's a downloadable game? Like I remember being, I'm old, working at IGN, <laughs> and when it was like, oh, it's pretty, good. it's re- a really good game for a downloadable game. Oh, it's a really good game for an indie game. Like yeah. you put those things on it. Whereas this year, I do believe that Hades is going to be in contention for game of the year. Like I think that's on a lot of people's shortlist, deservedly so. Yeah, and the same way that Disco Elysium was for the previous year. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred uh, percent. The other thing I think uh, licensed games, in terms of how they are treated now, I think have much more respect than they did sure. previously. Obviously, obviously, you yeah. had your Spider Mans and you had your Iron Man and you had all that. Well, now we have these prestigious versions of those. So I'm excited for that trend to continue because I think Batman broke that door. And then that's Arkham Asylum, man. Arkham Asylum broke that door. And now we can't go back to bullcrap, you know, uh, I can say bullshit. What the hell am I saying? Uh, Wolverine games, you know? Yeah, yeah, you can't have these weird cash ins, right? You're, yeah, you know, Spider Man 2 on PS2, even. We all love for the open city, but the narrative of it was garbage as they tried to fit the movie stuff in and do all this other stuff with it, right? Like make the the world make sense. Yeah. My balloons. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think you nail it, right? Like when I think of a trend from previous generations that I'd want to see come back, it's really hard because I do think we're in such a great place. And I don't sit there and go like, oh man, like I guess if you get into the actual like what trend of not even video game consumerism or how you market it or capitalism or anything like that, like I would love to see again a PlayStation that I feel experimented more like this is something we've talked about before and like on ps i love you you know or do they play it too safe obviously starhawk and twisted metal and that year of ps3 where they had an exclusive every month and none of them did well like yeah yeah that wasn't a good move but it was cool to see them support something like the last guy and make that thing and i'm not saying they don't do that now i'm just saying that i don't think you'd ever see something as weird as starhawk come out of a playstation exclusive studio again Sure, like sure. Let's bring back it. Mag. How about that? Oh Just have a- no, no, we don't need to bring back Mag. We don't need to bring back Mag, everybody. That's fine. We went too far. We went into it. <laughs> and then for the trend from this generation that I'd like to see go away, right, would be the egregious, and I think we're already there, but the egregious microtransactions. Obviously, oh, we saw sure. that flare up and then start to cool off. But even talking last week with Andrea about like, you know, like the time savers in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it was that thing. I'm like, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? At the time, I was like, whatever. I didn't care. I, I had spent the money on it and done it. But it was like, I get that that is such a if you're in that game right now and you're playing through it like I know Barrett is and you're just trying to get to the end of it and it is this you hit that wall of well I'm sorry you need to be this power level or this uh, overall level you can see where that would wear you down and go through it so yeah I think yeah. Uh, egregiously trying to make money over hand over fist from everybody would be a better thing yeah especially now that games are probably going up in terms of their pricing 100%. when it comes when it comes to those microtransactions it's gonna add up so all right Let's go to number two. This is where it isn't bad news, but it's where we're going to start to get storm clouds and then it gets bad at number three. Number two, Sony scaling back the PlayStation Store. This is Haley Williams over at GameSpot. As we get closer to the release of Sony's next generation of consoles, the company is reportedly updating the PlayStation Store to push the PS3, PS Vita, and PSP a little further out of the limelight. According to a a report by French website Planete Vita. Hey. Did I nail that? Planete? Planete? Because it's got the T, it's got the T, the E at the end of it. Yeah. Planet, planet. The... No, there's no D, it's just Vita, Planet Vita. Uh, the PlayStation storefronts uh, on web and mobile will soon get rid of a number of product categories, including the older consoles. The leak shows a message sent by Sony Interactive Entertainment about the upcoming change, which Planet Vita acquired from a reliable source. Uh, IGN, by the way, I read Matt Kim's article this morning as well. They've independently verified this information. The biggest change is that PS3, PSP, and PS Vita games will no longer be able to be purchased from the mobile or web storefronts. They will only be available through the store apps on PS3 or PlayStation Vita. Notably, the PSP store on the device was discontinued back in 2016, meaning PSP players will only be able to digitally purchase games through PS3 or PS Vita. 
The change will also remove the ability to buy apps, themes, and avatars through the mobile or web stores. These items will still be available for purchase on the console storefront, however. The changes won't impact any content already purchased for any device. According to the message acquired by Planet Vita, the changes are set to come into effect on October 19th on the web and October 28th through the mobile app. Mario, this gets me incredibly excited because it means <laughs> PlayStation 5 is closer than ever and we're trying to clean it all up so it's just a normal front when we get going. 100%. We have to clean out the garbage. We have to throw out the old trash because I'm tired of seeing some old stuff on these stores because these stores do not work. The website doesn't work. Even on these consoles, no longer work. I'm tired of seeing themes from so long ago that are just garbage. Dude, um, general with themes. Like if, if I hope with PlayStation 5, because again, we haven't seen the UI. I hope they're like, you know what? Themes are dead. We don't need themes. Yeah. And I'll be like, thank you. We don't need, we, I, like I, even, themes slow down my PlayStation 4, it seems. And it's just a pain in the ass. Like, let's just have it run and get to the games. Yeah. Shout out to the PlayStation. Uh, sorry. So the Persona 5 ones and to the Final Fantasy 7. Those are the cool ones. Everything else is garbage. Get rid of everything else. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah it, as we see this, and even with the trophy stuff last week, it's that excitement of like, oh, wow, they're trying to get in front of this stuff. And I know last week when they were talking about backwards compatibility, they talked about the PlayStation app not working with PlayStation 5 or whatever at launch, or the PlayStation 4 app not working with PlayStation 5. I don't hold out hope they'll have one of those ready to go. That'd be awesome if they did, and it was all set and we were ready to go. But this alone, the fact that they're like, hey, let's clear it up so the PlayStation Store on web and your apps is ubiquitous with PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. So yeah. it's not confusing. You know what you're getting. You can click on it. You can do it. Yeah, I really want the love and care for these websites because I remember, there, you know, there's the Adam Boys. Obviously, here's the the, the game, how to share games with your friends. There yeah. was a video that played. It was just a general, you know. By the way, last gen generation, they had videos prepared of how, like, this is how the PlayStation is going to work, and we haven't got that. So I'm kind yeah. of upset that I want to know what the damn UI looks like. But basically, in terms of, like, them cleaning out things, I think it's just so much better. And now I, there is a group of people that I've seen that are ever like, oh, I'm so sad that I won't be able to buy it on those websites. But were you buying it on those websites to begin with? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And like, you know, you talk about the stores being garbage already. Like the Vita yeah. store sucks. You, you uh -huh. turn on your Vita right now and try to use the Vita store. PlayStation abandoned that a long time ago, even though they didn't publicly say they did. Like, you don't need to worry about it. Like that's, it, it's, it is what it is over there. And so just getting into it and then, yeah, having yeah. it be somewhat, I, I guess the thing is, and this shows, not how little faith I have in PlayStation, but how complicated I think the PlayStation 5 launch is. I didn't expect this. I expected all of these things to come once that we were already, the, the ship was already sailing and they're trying to like <laughs> fix things and do things and go that way. So the fact that they seem to be ahead of it, I'm down with. And to yeah. your point of the UI, you know, I'm prepping a PS I Love You live recording this afternoon. Ble blessings hey. return to kind of funny content with less teeth. Uh, I'm prepping this doc and I'm talking about all that stuff in there. And one of the things I, you know, it's funny is I'm putting the question in there of like, when are we going to see the UI? And we are literally in that moment where it could happen at any second. <laughs> like I, I, we can easily record that conversation today and tomorrow they'll have it on the PlayStation. Blog, I was really hoping it happened this morning. Cause I really want right? to talk yeah, about yeah. it. Well, I have something else breaking for you. So you don't have to worry about that. Ooh, you know what okay. I mean? Like you, you ready for the breaking news? Cause this yeah. is now a number three that now screws up the number, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> breaking news. Rockstar buys Crackdown 2 developer Ruffian Games, rebrands them to Rockstar Dundee. This is uh, Kurt McKean over at The Gamer. Um, Rockstar now owns Ruffian Games and has rebranded the studio as Rockstar Dundee. Ruffian has been working with Rockstar since last year, assisting in the development of Rockstar's title. The studio is home to developers who have worked on both Manhunt and Grand Th the Grand Theft Auto series. Uh, according to a company's house listing, the studio, which is best known for its work on Crackdown 2 and the Master Chief Collection, was rebranded as Rockstar Dundee on October 6th. Rockstar Dundee is listed on the company's career page and was noticed by a keen-eyed Twitter user last month, but the tweet went unnoticed. Uh, the gamer can now confirm that this new studio is Ruffian Games under a new name. Ruffian Games confirmed that it is working with Rockstar, or confirmed it was working with Rockstar last year when it was looking for a fresh talent to bolster its ranks. In a quoted tweet, the official announced put out a call for hires, which is just, we're hiring. <laughs> the team at Ruffian Games is hiring. <laughs> Since Ruffian has previous experience recreating old favorites with the Master Chief Collection, many fans are wondering if the studio will apply that same magic to some Rockstar classics, such as the original Red Dead Redemption. It is more likely that Rockstar is gearing up uh, to increase production into next gen, during which the studio plans to re-release GTA, GTA 5 for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. So, out of nowhere, there you go. An acquisition by the one and only Rockstar. Okay. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, if 
we'll get these updated versions of past Rockstar games. That'd be interesting. I have a, I have a friend who's a huge fan of Man- Manhunt. I don't know why. That game is terrifying. Uh, <laughs> but essentially, I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know why I do that. Yeah, I don't know why we're friends. Uh, but to be honest, I mean, to be <laughs> to be totally honest, yeah, it's, it's cool, great, more stuff. That's all. That's all I can really say about that. Really, it's just like being able to have someone to work on things in the past, or even to help develop for the things for the upcoming future when it comes to, say, Grand Theft Auto. If they're going to assist with that, yeah. At the very least, if at the very at the very least, if we could get an updated version of the original Red Dead Redemption. That'd be great. I think that one's the superior game, but that's just me. You think that because you're right. He's right. He's so right. (laughs) You got a good good head on your shoulders there, Mario. Everybody go over to DualShockers.com and go into the feedback and say, give Mario a raise. Oh, hey, hey, by all means. Please do that. that. That's how you do it. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if it's a, I mean, obviously this is breaking news and, uh, you know, everybody's kicking around Kirk's story. I wonder how much of it is, as and it's what we do, jump to conclusions that, Oh, they've done remastered stuff before. They're sure. doing that again, like maybe, but maybe also, yeah, they're just they're working on an IP, a new IP. Maybe they're just coming in to help out with whatever GTA Six is. You imagine, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe they're remastering and doing their own uh, Vice City. Like there's a million awesome things they could do with that. But yeah, we'll bring back the, bring back Midnight Club. Why not? Because we need more racers. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we need. That's that's yeah. exactly what we need. People love them racing. All right, that was oh, your last quick question. That, before we go, oh, just sure, yeah, no, question. Please, please, do please. I get to reward Kevin Stars? Just curious. I'll allow that today, yeah. But again, you um, you have a budget, I will say, of you don't have to use them all. I'm giving okay. you a budget of three. That way you don't like the system doesn't break and you give out 10 or something today. Okay, Remember, so you you nice to yeah, exactly. Kevin. It's not a good day for stars. Do you want a star yeah, for your, your Google Bud? It doesn't work like that. I have to earn it. You're good. That's true. You got to earn that sucker. Let's go. <laughs> uh let's get into the bad news now for a, a few stories i have one i think i think i put uh, yeah i got a little bit of good news it's not re- enough to save you though <laughs> number three uh crucible that game remember from amazon is officially dead this I is the post remember. they put up on friday essence essence hunters which i guess is what they call the players in that game i don't i don't know in july we moved crucible into closed beta we made a list of features we felt would enhance the player experience which we shared publicly on our roadmap and with the exception of custom games which we expect to ship in the coming days we completed all of them. With those features shipped, our next step was to evaluate the feedback we've heard from you paired with the data we've collected to determine our path forward. The evolution, that, that evaluation has, that out, let's try this all over again. That evaluation <laughs> led us to a difficult decision. We'll be discontinuing development on Crucible. We very much appreciate the way that our fans have rallied around our efforts. And we've loved seeing your responses to the changes we've made over the last few months. But ultimately, we didn't see a healthy, sustainable future ahead for Crucible. We'll be transforming our or transitioning, I'm sorry, our team to focus on New World and other upcoming projects from Amazon Games. We're offering a full refund on any purchases you made. Uh, you can find more information on our support page. We will also be disabling credit purchases within Crucible. In the next few weeks, we'll be hosting a final playtest and community celebration, both in-game and in our official Discord. After that point, we'll be disabling matchmaking, although you'll still be able to play Crucible through the custom games feature. Stay tuned for more information on that event. Servers will stay up for custom games until noon Pacific time on Monday, November 9th, 2020. Thank you, as always, for being part of our community. This has been a labor of love, and we're grateful for the time we got to spend on Planet Crucible with you. Signing off once more, the Crucible team. Now remember, this is a game that launched in May, was so panned that I went back to the closed beta and now yeah. it's just dead from Amazon. I had to remember what this game looked like. Uh, I looked at the IGN review this morning just to be like, oh yeah, that's the game. I actually never saw it before I went away the first time. Yeah. I think and, I watched Andy's for a little bit on Kind of Funny. And I have a friend who actually, so I actually knew about the game last year before it was really, really announced because I had a friend, and I, of course I'm not saying his name just in case he signed something that he's not supposed to tell me, but he, sure. yeah, he was telling me about it. And of course it did not sound good to begin with. So the fact that they're still <laughs> having problems, uh, this, this so late and obviously now closing down, it just sucks that I feel like this game was definitely a committee game in terms of what I, what I lo- even just by visually looking at it, where I feel like what is the latest trend? Let's do it. Yep. It's in the same way of like a battleborn. Um, it, yeah. it also reminds me a lot of the game that Andrea Renee really loved. That was on PlayStation Paragon. and PC. There we go. There it was. Uh, there, there, there you man. go. Gold star. Gold star. Oh, I heard that one. That's it. The chat noted. We got, Kevin just got a gold star. There you go. 
so in terms of that, yes, I, it just felt like, yeah, okay, I get what you're going for, but this market is so saturated with these things and things are going to fall off. So to me, it was a no brainer that this would fall off. And while I'm excited for, I'm, not that I'm excited for it, in terms of like what I hope this team can develop in the, in the, in the future is something that is more in terms of original or something that while sure, they're, obviously Amazon's to make money. That's what Amazon does. By the way, if you have uh, Twitch Prime, you can uh, get give a sub. <laughs> in terms of that, I'm excited to see what they do in the future. Luna kind of looks cool. Maybe they'll yeah. put more resources in developing a game for that in the same way that uh, I believe you know, Stadia has games that are being developed exclusively for Stadia. Right, they do, yeah. So, Yeah, it's... It's a weird one, and I find obviously they're getting you know when this broke Friday afternoon they were getting just you know drug up and down the streets being beaten and made fun of. But it's like on the one hand, like everything you just said is correct, and on the one hand you want to look at it and be like, holy shit! Like you know what I mean? A game that launched in May now dead and I've back debate all that jazz. But on the other hand, I do want to give them credit for doing that. Like it is that hey they are designed by committee and hey amazon games is a new thing that's tr trying to do stuff and they have obviously a team of incredibly talented people that can do things i can only dream of and i'm sure they went in with the best intentions of making a is this audio cut out for you too it did it did yeah, you I good you good Greg? porty Mario? pulling on the wires no, i hear you now you're you're in and out talk go up to your mic talk to it louder Did you tap the microphone? Because I know your, your microphone. Is... How's it going, Kevin? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah, Paula yeah. got me uh, some glasses for the blue light reduction. So that's, oh, I got that going. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You good, Greg? Uh, nope, we can't hear you, Greg. Tap the top. No. Let's see if it's muted. Oh, he's gone. Uh, oh. oh, no. I have to do. Uh-oh with this all the time at dual shocker so this is very refreshing gotta say we'll get there he'll come back at some point right <laughs> i don't think i have a Here, i'm gonna look at chat while this is going on hey chat how's it going better yeah we, i i heard I hear better you. no hey. you're in and out it, it's weird it's like there's suddenly a gate on your audio nope he's gone do you Ron? think he could hear us uh I hope so. Uh, let's see if he's in the Discord chat. Travis Warren, yeah, this is the Mario Show. Thank you so much. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Hold on. If Listen, I press I make the most of this. this button, where does that get this? Oh, that's close. Woo! That's close. Hold on. And then let's, no, my... Jesus Christ. Don't do that. No? Oh, this is not that kind of show. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Hey, we hear you that time. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, 19 restarts. There you go. It's all tech. We're back. We're, we're back. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they're just showing off my Twin Peaks shirt. Oh, nice. Let right, me see. That's it. what that was. Oh, that was your damn fine cup of coffee reference. I mean, I know damn. it's a, without it, it's a Twin Peaks reference, of but course. I didn't see the shirt. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Sorry right. about that, everybody. My fat foot caught a cable under here, just jostled it enough <laughs> that there's what it is. I hate working. Uh, uh, um. Anyways, back to my point though. Cables all the time. Yeah, but they never break anything in the old studio. No, I was just there to fix it uh so anyways back to the point uh i do think that it, this is a sadder story than you know you want to give it credit for like usually you see a game that comes and goes that quickly like oh my god what a failure which obviously it was but it's also the fact that so many people worked really hard on it and i also give them credit for not trying to force it and not, and sitting there and being like listen you know we put this out with best intentions and we got the feedback that it wasn't there and we, we fixed that feedback and people still don't care about it and so it's an interesting i wonder on the in you know, inside fly on the wall thing, how many developers who were working on it wanted to get out and then also who wanted to cut and run? Like, was it a bean counter thing where Amazon's like, listen, we're never making our money back on this. You're never getting that player base. It makes more financial sense to move on. Or was there a team that was like, no, no, we want to do this. We want to try to do it. Either way, it's a super sad story. A lot of people worked really, really hard on this. It's funny because it's, it's also Amazon, right? Amazon is like one of the biggest companies ever yeah. i mean jeff bezos could probably cure world hunger forever but yet crucible can't make it six months 
you know, right. so <laughs> it just, it just, it is sad to see, but at the same time, I'm just happy for the team to potentially move on to something better. Totally. And again, to your point, even with the Amazon thing, I think that's a really interesting thing where they don't want that one of their first forays here to be synonymous with yeah. meh. So they'd rather be like, you know what? We are Amazon and we can take a bath on this and we can just cut and run on it rather than sit there and be like, yeah, we're rather than sit there and do that thing where you like, how many people have we talked to who have a game that isn't good, but when they go out to talk about it on podcasts or interviews or whatever, they have to be like, well, yeah, launch was disappointing, but since then, yeah, it's like, no, the game's still not good. Nobody wants to play the game. They get, they have that luxury to say that. And they did. No, for sure. I, I commend them on that. Was that say, you can't cure hunger. You can only silence it for a little while. It's always coming back. You know I mean? I'm sure he can cure world hunger two times over, probably, and still have enough to live in San Francisco. You know, I'll never so be full. <laughs> Number four on the Roper report: Indivisible is no longer getting any content, uh, new content, or updates. This is Logan Moore at Dual Shockers. It has been a tumultuous past few months for Lab Zero Games and its former employees. Following the decision by multiple developers to leave the studio earlier this summer as a form of protest against uh, against owner uh, Mike Zamont uh, and his alleged history of sexual harassment, the company was soon after dissolved entirely, with all remaining employees being laid off. Uh, the move was one uh, one that left uh, the developers' future and current projects in question. And as of now, we know what the status is with at least one of them. Publisher 505 Games uh, released a statement today confirming what was already expected by many uh, in the case of Indivisible, the action RPG that Lab Zero released a year ago. While the game was slated to receive future content in the form of guest characters, which included the likes of Shantae, Shovel Knight, and many others, this will no longer be possible. Additionally, characters that were created by those uh, who backed the game won't be coming either. 505 did clarify, however, that there is still some content in the submission process that will still be coming to Indivisible. Uh, of those new add-ons, one such update for the game's Switch iteration will bring a number of new challenges, co-op, and new game plus. Quote, at this stage, apart from the content that is already in submission, there will unfortunately be no more production on the game, 505 wrote. Mario, more bad news for fans of indivisible uh and uh, what a shitty situation for everybody involved based solely on this mike z guy yeah uh to now have this this entire company go under and all those people that have worked hard and diligent on this game it, it really is a tragedy in my opinion at the it just it just sucks you know there's no real other reason to say when people lose their jobs you know um we're, we're getting that a lot this year yeah. Um, for many things, but this specifically for, for something like that, that's just, that's just rough. And for the people who are in, you know, indivisible fans, like Cameron Hawkins from dual shockers is a huge fan of this game. I know Janet show from giant bomb. I feel bad for them. I have yet to play the game. It is a game that I am interested in, obviously. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah. It, for that to be the case. What's of course, very important to do. Of course, if you haven't following the whole lab game, zero thing, all the stuff is that, the developers who left and were like uh, this, the owner said that he would step aside and get out of the, and stop doing this and then changed his mind and continued allegedly harassing and bullying stuff. They broke away and started their own studio called future club. Uh, I'm reading from Kaylee uh, Partleton over at PocketGamer.biz. Uh, former lab zero developers have banded together to form a new studio known as future club. The new team have a wealth of experience, having worked on games such as Indivisible, Indivisible, and Skullgirls. Uh, the new independent studio is an employee-owned venture uh, that will specialize in 2D animation with responsive gameplay. Quote, we wanted a fresh start with a company structure that was worker-oriented and gave everyone a say in the future of our organization, said Future Club producer and CEO Francesca Esquinenze. Uh, Future Club is an employee-owned cooperative game development studio established with the belief that strong teams are greater than the sum of their parts. We value open, honest communication with peers, partners, and players, and take pride in our strength as a team. I'm very excited to continue leading this, leading and working with such a, an incredibly talented and passionate team of game developers. So again, if you uh, loved Indivisible, if you uh, love any of the games that are Skullgirls that have been worked on before, give Future Club a follow, pay attention to what they're doing, buy their next game because yeah it is the people who broke away and were like we're not going to be a part of this anymore we'll go start our own thing and that's pretty damn cool no for sure and of course yeah I, you know uh, logan's article goes on to point out and i obviously we all agree like you know one of the things that gets tacked on here right additionally characters that were created by those backed in the game won't be coming either 
this is another one of those like wrinkle problems uh, and, you know, ripple effects of making a game on Kickstarter, right? Like having people back on this idea that they're going to get this content eventually when something like this can happen, right? When something like this can go uh, out there and, or in Indiegogo too, uh, can go out there and change everything and not actually get the content you paid for. No, that's like I said, absolute tragedy. A lot of people hurt by it. shitty people doing shitty yeah, things yeah. in the world yeah. in general. So don't be a shitty person and don't do shitty things. No, no shitty. Can I talk about real quick about a great person? The fact that you are picked out this article with Logan Moore, who wrote it earlier. Sure. Logan Moore has done for me so much. This is he's partially why I'm here. I met him at a kind of funny uh, meetup in Chicago uh, <laughs> when you guys did the um, let's play. Let's play. Let's play uh, live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm here because of him. So thank you so much, Logan Moore. Well, there you go. I'm glad that all worked out and he got a shout out on the show. <laughs> uh, more bad news. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> Level five North American operations have halted. This is Rebecca Valentine over at gamesindustry.biz. Ninu Kuni and Yokai Watch developer Level five appears to have all but shuttered its North American operations. According to multiple sources familiar with the matter, both Level 5 International America and the company's spin-off office, Level 5 Abbey, began winding down operations in the middle of last year, part of which included laying off a majority of both offices' staff. The precise number of people impacted is unknown, as is the number of employees still currently in each office. But sources estimate around 10 employees were laid off at Abbey in August 2019, and around the same number were let go at International America. Sources say that no clear reason for the layoffs was given, though those connected with, to Abby uh, say the employees, quote, were given every indication that the studio would be closing down, with one or two employees remaining for a few more months to carry out essential functions throughout the process, uh, while the company consolidated its business between the Japan office and international advertising and branding company uh, Dentsu. And uh, it is unclear what the future of Level 5 releases in North America will be. One source suggested uh, that there were currently no concrete plans for any more Level 5 games to be released outside of Japan. That's one that sucks if you like Level 5 games, and I know a lot of you do. I, as such as I was like, I don't know what Level 5 games, but then I, I obviously see that it's Nino Kuni, and that's a game that I really want to finish. I, I, played, it, <laughs> I, I played it on the PS3 when it when it came out obviously and then i just recently bought it because it was a great sale on the switch and it's a beautiful game and i and I, it's pokemon-esque uh, so i very much you know love that game and to see that potentially more games of that ilk not coming potentially here that is where i think that we're feeling the burn uh sadly and the fact that yeah we probably won't be getting any more of those leases if you are a level five fan obviously yeah it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out um obviously Rebecca's right. Or, I mean, Rebecca isn't right or wrong. I guess she's saying it's unclear what it's going to be. I think yeah. while, yes, doom and gloom closing your American company, what does that mean? There are a lot of ways around that, right? You can find publishing partners for games that you'd want to have brought over here, translations. There's business deals that could happen there. Who knows how that'll net out? We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the best I can give you to bring your spirits up, ladies and gentlemen, after some <laughs> rocking and rolling, hard-hitting news there. Number six, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, we have some details for how it's going to run on PlayStation 5. This is Adam Bankhurst at IGN.com. Square Enix has detailed the upcoming 5.4 patch for Final Fantasy XIV and has announced that the PS4 version of Final Fantasy XIV will be playable on PS5 with PS4 Pro display settings and quicker load times. During the... Yeah, during the latest letter from the producer live broadcast for Final Fantasy XIV, uh, producer and director uh, uh, Naoki Yoshida, uh, who is also the producer on Final Fantasy XVI, revealed patch 5.4, entitled Futures Rewritten, uh, and stated it will be released on, uh, or it will release in early December 2020. This patch will bring uh, new main scenario quests that will follow the grand conclusion of the Shadowbringer story and add a new raid dungeon, Eden's Promise, which is the third chapter in the eight-player Eden Raid series. Yay! Yay! Go, you nerds! A silver lining for the day that you can play on your PlayStation 5 with quicker load times and PS4 Pro settings. Correct! That's that's just one of those games that just came back from the dead and blew up, survived so much, and now it's going to be on the next console for you kids. Good, good luck to you. You know, like keep it up. Dream. You know what I mean. Keep you know? it. Go out there, ride your chocobos, and you know, slash the people who are screwing up the Shadowbringers, and they're trying to keep you all. The- I can't wait to see how the, uh, the eight-player Eden Raid series continues to evolve. But Mario, seeing how that's going to evolve, is going to take so long. If I it wanted is. something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops. Where would I go? You would go to the official list of. 
upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Before I get oh, to no. your jingle, no. I'm going to leave oh. you hanging because guess no. what? That it's time up. for some sponsors. No, you did great. You did great. Oh. You crushed it. This is not about you at all. <laughs> this is about these people who don't want to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to get the show for free. So they have to hear about Upstart. Uh, during these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be and help pay off high interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. You don't need a degree or diploma to apply, though. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part? If the loan is approved and accepted. Most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 40, or I'm sorry, 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards and meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using your money the way you want with Upstart. I've talked about it before. I took a loan. I moved to SF. This would have been helpful because nobody else cared about my education and they got me. Uh, see why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Our next sponsor is DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. You want Chinese, they want pizza, and someone is craving Froyo. There's something for everyone on DoorDash. Uh, continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash, of course. That's what we've been doing here at Kind of Funny, me in particular. Uh, I, on top of go ordering from the same places I order from all the time, I've been on this new thing trying to find new different wing stops or new different wing restaurants. Um, and I found this new place that does uh, the spicy lemon pepper, just like Pluckers in Austin. And I'm very excited. And I showed it to Andy. And let me tell you, I've never felt more vindicated than when Andy used uh, DoorDash to get these wings and enjoyed them and said, yes, these are just like the Pluckers ones. Uh, DoorDash is the app that brings food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat. And your food will be left safely outside your door with their new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national uh, restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download DoorDash, the DoorDash app and enter the code GAMES. That's $5 off uh, your $5 off your order and zero delivery fees on your first order uh, when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and use the code GAMES. Don't forget, code GAMES, $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your next order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use the code GAMES. And the final sponsor of the day is Bespoke Post. This fall, as you get back into the swing of things, Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. I know you've seen Tim Gettys, and let's be honest, he didn't have his life together, but then he started getting the Bespoke Box, and he got the cool whiskey glasses, and he got the cool thing, and suddenly his house, he looks like an adult now, Kevin. You know, before, he looked like a boy obsessed with shoes. Now, he's there, and he's got his tumblers for whiskey, and he's very, very happy. Greg, they, they also had the Hue Lights. I got some Hue lights from it. Damn it. I got to sign up because I want some more Hue lights, as you can tell from my video. Damn it. I got to get these Hue lights. Uh, Whether it's geared to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, uh, Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs exactly uh, 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code GAMES at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code GAMES, to get 20% off your first box. Yeah. 
Uh, you gave me a heart attack. I'm sorry, dude. You know what I mean? This is jazz out here, Mario. You never know what's going to happen. And we're out there doing there it. it. And that's what happened. There it is. You guys got it. Kevin, you want to join us for some jazz? Out today, Little Witch Academia VR Broom Racing is available on Oculus Quest 1 today, and it will be ready for Oculus Quest 2's launch tomorrow. Epic Nunium is on PC and Mac. Rhymestorm is on P. Isoland the Amusement Park is on PC and Mac. Pedal Crash is on Switch, and Res Infinite is now available on Oculus Quest new dates for you raise the dead is on playstation 4 and steam on october 22nd that's raise possessives like r-a-y apostrophe s the dead not raise you know what i mean like raise like like, 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 like brown man or oh oh I see. yeah like yeah like yeah like yeah like uh, our friend ray yeah. uh bless unleashed PC closed beta is set for November 4th. You like that? I was like, what? Oh, there it is. Bless Unleash. Uh, PC closed beta November 4th. Spellbreak, Spellbreak is launching a content upgrade. Prologue, The Gathering Storm on October 22nd. And then Guilty Gear Strive is coming to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and PC April 9th, 2021. Or you can get the Deluxe or Ultimate Edition to get it on April 6th, 2021. Okay. Spellbreak's a good game. Have you tried it yet? I have not. I know. I saw it's another one I watched uh, Andy and uh, Bless talk about, but I haven't played it myself. Yeah, as a like a as a Avatar: The Last Airbender fan, it gave me that sensation of like being a, like a bender. The problem was I nailed my very first game. I won it, and I was like, "Yeah, good for me." Until someone told me that the first game is bots. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you go online. You're like beating your <laughs> chest. You're showing the screenshots. Yeah. Yep, and That's deleted all of that. Yeah, well, you have to. You know what I mean? You don't want to look like yeah. a clown out there. Have you played more since then? Or was that just so heartbreaking you walked away? It was very heartbreaking because I was like, all right, well, then I'm going to try and play a couple more games and just got clowned out every single time. But uh, the silver lining is I, I do want to keep an eye on it and see if, obviously, if more people want to play because that game is still interesting, and I think the mechanics are great. Uh, you know, one of the things I usually do, but we talked about Hispanic Heritage Week at the top, uh, is uh, tell me about your gaming taste. So, uh, what What is your favorite game of all time? What are you playing nowadays, Mario? Well, right now I'm actually playing a little game called Peace Walker uh, on my Xbox. Because well, Look at this guy. Who's got great uh, taste? Mario has great taste. Listen, it's been a, such a long year. I'm like, I need games to play. And there's such a backlog to my life that I need to fill it. I yeah. played Resident Evil 4 for the first time this year. Uh, <sighs> I played... I played uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 for the first time this year. Wow. And I was like, that game is awesome. That's my new favorite game. And then I played Metal Gear Solid 3 right after. And I was like, fuck, I was wrong. That's the great game. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, exci I'm excited, obviously, for Peace Walker. Someone gave me a PS3 uh, just so I could play 4. Uh, nice. And then, of course, I want to finish 5. 5 got me in. I, I played 5 a lot until Sunlight has dropped off. Sure. Um, but in terms of like getting into the metal metal gear, uh, getting into metal gear, it's been my year. So I've been excited. That's uh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. I'm sad. It's sad to say that like my favorite game this year so far are games that came out like 20 years ago. But ultimately, hey yeah, that's how it rolls. You, 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 you don't pick when you play it. You play it and then you go and that's what it's got to be. You, you stick with what your favorite game of the year was. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I would say, I mean, I grew up playing Halo. I grew up playing, obviously, Mario. I had a, literally a controller in my hand <laughs> as I was a baby. Yeah. Literally, it's in the name. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, currently currently the games that I'm playing actually are like, uh, tell me, uh, um, uh, yeah, tell me why. Tell me why. why. Tell me why. Yeah. Yeah. I, tell me what why. chapter are you on? I did chapter one, and I haven't made it to chapter two or I'm, three I'm yet. I like middle, chapter one a lot. Yeah, I'm in the middle of two right now. I'm playing it primarily on uh, Game Pass. Uh, or, yeah. I'm sorry, xCloud, my bad. Uh, oh sure okay because i have the key by the way i was so jealous of yukishi and right. i had to buy and it took me two months to find one and luckily i finally have it so i've been playing it primarily on that so smart smart that's cool that's cool yeah yeah. uh then so for next gen these systems launching what's your number one launch title what's the one well, you're most excited it's, for it's, it's going to be miles morales uh, miles morales is going to be the one i definitely want to see the uh kind of want to platinum spider-man one again but then yeah, again yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. I'm in the middle of the the plus uh, run right now, and I'm just like, I could continue and get those trophies, and Greg Miller would be happy, or I could just just. You go don't to, even need the platinum for the, the, the. You don't even need the plus for the. I already got the platinum. I already oh, got yeah, the platinum. Yeah, go. I spent like actually actually works yeah, exactly. I went 100 percent though. That's that percentage. Thank God they changed those those things though on uh, the trophies. So I my know, other. Yeah. Way more impressive than I did before. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, to 5.15. Don't worry about me, everybody. I, I, know, I did a double three? take at it last night. I was playing Forgone. I looked up like, what the hell? All right. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of best games of the year, Greg Way, uh, time for some reader mail. Remember, you can write in patreon.com slash games with your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the video game sun. Today, all aircraft report writes in and says, I just, re- I just recently watched the We Have Cool Friends interview with Jeff Keighley. Great video, by the way. Thank you. Everybody check out We Have Cool Friends with Jeff Keighley. Uh, obviously, Greg and Jeff talked about the Game Awards, and it got me thinking. It's an open secret that in the film industry, certain movies are tailor-made to grab awards. Oscar bait, I think the term is. Do you foresee the equivalent trend ever happening in the games industry? Maybe in the AAA gaming space? If not, what conditions would there be in order for this to happen? Mario, do you ever see Oscar bait but for the game awards or game you know, awards in general? Yeah, I played Last of Us. Um, hey, bada bing, bada boom. No, I'm kidding. I, I personally love uh, Last of Us 1 and Great 2. Great taste. Oh, look, at the, no. look at this guy. I know, right? I'm trying my best here. Uh, I actually, so when I was reading this, I personally found the term Oscar bait to be bullshit, primarily because I feel like the creative intent of making the movie, I still think is part of the creators and wanting to tell that story, depending on the, depending on the movie. If it's fucking, what is it, Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve or any of those movies that are clearly sure. a checklist. No, not those movies. But in terms of like movies like, let's just say like the, imita- the Imitation Game or something like that, where it's clearly like a prestige type film. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's bullshit when it comes to the actual movie itself. It's the marketing. And I think the marketing for video games could have that. That yeah. ha- where, where basically, in terms of Oscar bait, it's like the marketing is leading you to feel like you should play this game. And I think that is where you get that turn. Um, word of mouth, when it comes to actually making games, it takes so much passion, so much power like to gather people to do anything. Like doing these videos, it takes so much to just make a production, right? And yeah. I think that you have to have a passion for it. So when it comes to like, we're tailor making these things, unless it is those like, Amazon Crucible, uh, <laughs> I think that it comes to the marketing of the actual piece. It's, yeah. it's supposed to lead you to it, but ultimately, yes. Yeah. I mean, this is something I brought up with Jeff on the, sh- the interview that I wasn't even aware of because I was like, you know, for Oscars in Hollywood, right? When you're down there, there's all these billboards that are for your consideration as they're yes. trying to get it in front of the Oscar voting board to actually you know, understand their movie or whatever. And I said something akin to that. Do uh, you, you see games getting to that point? Because we already get emails, you know, usually that are like, hey, and just a general reminder, here's what Sega published this year, and these would be available. And he was, he said this, and I, I wasn't aware, and I'm a judge, right? And kind of funny as a judge, of uh, just like, hey, like, no, we actually say you can't campaign for the Game Awards. Like, you can't send the crazy decadent packages that are like, hey, just a reminder, here's a bottle of champagne to enjoy, you know, New Year's, and it's branded whatever, like Borderlands 3 or some shit. It's like, you know, no, you can't just- do that. You can send it before, though, in terms exactly. of these. You get the crazy one. But it's also <laughs> that weird, like, give and take of, like, I've been, you know, this year putting up a yeah. whole bunch of, like, as we've gone into the fall here, the crazy boxes I'm getting for. Oh, games. your Battlegrounds one made me so upset. I wanted so badly. I was so <laughs> you wanted that because you wanted the stuffed alligator? <laughs> yeah. No, I pretty much, because I love, because obviously I, I have a fondness, obviously, for wrestling and yeah. the fact that that my first thing was a WWE event, the fact that I couldn't, so the fact that I couldn't do a lot this year pisses me off. Yeah. Um, but the fact that, yes, I would have loved to have that but and that's the thing about it where you're getting these things that are part of the normal video game marketing but then you're also i'm sure they're hopefully you'll remember when you come to that thing i'm with you that i think again games take so much time and you're not you're even when it comes to game awards those are like what people like to have you know i you know when we do our e3 faces and i see those you know the kind of funny approved awards go back and get put up in studios those are the carrot on the stick of like hey you're working on something and you've been working on it for two years three years four years look people are enjoying it and so to get to that finish line and get it out and have those those are the nice like literal cherries on top but it's about getting a player base and it's about selling the game and so again marketing wise they love having these awards but to sit there and say you know what, we're going to work on a game or make somebody work on a game for three, four years and just for the things we want to be the game of the game awards, game of the year. No, they don't do that. They'd love to be game of the year. They'd love to have all these things, but that's not going to happen until you can turn games way quicker. And also no offense to Jeff, who I obviously adore and I adore the game awards till those matter more and move the needle more for sales. Like they do for sure. Like obviously the, uh, all of the awards at the end of the year put games on people's radar. They've never seen before, but they're not the destination like the whole world is watching. I think we're getting there closer every year, like more and more of the viewership's up for Game Awards, but I don't think it's leading to a point where, you know, all of a sudden you see Game of the Year has got a war and then all of a sudden there's a giant sales spike in it the next one month. Yeah, but yeah for sure. <laughs> 
Mario, we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe. Nanobiologist writes in and says, Greg, weren't you supposed to get the David S. Pumpkins jacket from the studio <laughs> over the weekend? Where is it? And that's a great point, Nano. I want you to know that uh, we filmed the Borderlands show on Friday and I had the Psycho outfit and I was going to take that back. To, it's in the trunk of the car to go back to the studio, which would have reminded me to grab the jacket. And I forget why I was like, I don't need to do that. And then I think it was like last night in bed, I was like, so the, the pumpkin jacket. Still drinking out of my pumpkin mug, though. So we got that going this year, all right? There you go. Is, is there a reason um, you took down some ear Halloween decorations? Uh, well, they're not down. They're just not on. You're talking about the lights, right? Yeah. Like the ghost is usually dancing. I, I, again, like look at how much light I'm getting. I just didn't think the. I don't think I had that. Well, you're ruining Halloween for some of us. Just a heads up. Wow. Fuck. I didn't realize I was the bellwether of Halloween. I'm sorry. I'll t- you know really? what, Kevin, tomorrow? Really? You didn't for realize sure that. Oh, and I'll, I'm sure, sure you'll have your jacket, too. <laughs> you know what? Kevin, give a gold star like the way you're sassed. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah, you That's do. Fair. That's fair. Uh, Zyger writes in and says, Greg said his feet have never broken anything in the old studio. This is wrong because during Extra Life, Greg's Stop feet foot. broke the power of the yeah. whole studio more than yeah. once. It's a great point. It's a great point. <laughs> that was terrifying. Do you remember that we couldn't figure out why that was happening too? We yeah, had the electrician yeah, come by and he was like, burn I don't us know. Down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, he was just like, um, I don't know. Robbie Rob writes in and says, I know this is not a full you're wrong. This is for Mario. You don't let anyone tell you that you aren't as great as you are. When we first met uh, in the kind of funny community Zoom, you truly brought life back into the world and I the world I walk and continue to have fun and more. Thank you for your work on Dual Shockers and the many laughs we have had. (laughs) Thank you so much, Rob. That's uh, it's a pleasure. And then hold on. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at this link. It's, you know, it's, it seems real, uh-huh. but I don't want to get ahead uh-huh. of myself. Great, I don't want to get ahead. Do squat up. I'm gonna do it at the end. I like to keep people guessing. Okay. Uh, here we go. This is uh, from Engorged Peanut 42. <laughs> Miss New Dates, Sanic the Hedgehog comes to Fall Guys as a costume October 14th for 10 crowns. Blessing can fulfill his dream of falling fast. He links then to a Wario 64 tweet, uh, and there it is. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog comes to fall, comes falling to uh, Fall Guys on uh, October 14th. Teenage Ninja Turtles was coming to Smite. I saw this morning. It's like a scam. Oh yeah, it's happening. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get ten crowns in time. <laughs> ten <laughs> yeah. crowns. Ten. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Engorged Peanut Forty Two points out that P.S. Kevin got ten stars and earned a shirt. So you get to, this is the studio shirt man made. Remember, Kev? Yeah, I'm real, real excited about that. But we should have a conversation about all the other shirts that I want. I'm fine with that. Can we can we talk about how I want a team fat shirt, but for my fat self? How, how, what, what's, what fat size are you pushing these days? Ready for this number six. Oh, okay. What do we only go up to? Four, five. Four. <laughs> it's just you know the okay. disrespect. Just uh, fucking respect. I know, I know. Uh, okay, yeah. Now it's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Give me your name, username, platform choice, and why you need help in a video game. I already hear the best friends come and find you. Everybody plays games together. Today, Brad needs help on the PlayStation 4, but puts in parentheses, soon to be PS5, and then uses little party emoji. Uh, he is Captain Kirk 93 on uh, PSN, but of course, he spells it C-P-T-K-I-R-K-9-3, all one word. Looking for some Australian buddies who want to squad up with current-gen games like Borderlands, Destinies, and Rocket League, uh, but also people who want to get hyped and ready for PS5 games. If you are an Australian buddy who want to play uh, Borderlands, Destiny, or Rocket League, or get hyped for PS5 games, hit up Captain Kirk 93. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily in the bank, except for that huge post show we're doing on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Mario, did you have fun? I did. I am shocked that it's over. <laughs> it goes fast. I, yeah, it goes fast, and the conversation was flowing. So I, I'm happy that I was able to be here and to help create and bring joy for this week for the Latin community um, to help everyone else have an opportunity to give people things. <laughs> so hard to put into words. But well, like I said, I can't thank you enough for doing it and pointing it out and making sure we were on task for it. Remember, yes, this kicks off kind of funny Hispanic Heritage Week. For kind of funny games daily, it looks like this. Tuesday, it'll be Tim and IGN's Janet Garcia. Wednesday, it will be me and Danny Pena, of course, Gamer Tag Radio. Thursday, it'll be Blessing if his teeth don't come back. You know what I mean? This kid's teeth, we don't know what's going on with him. 
He says he's going to be able to do some PS I love you today. I'll believe it when I see it. But if his teeth are there, it'll be Blessing and Sancho West. And then Friday will be me and Elaine Gomez uh, closing out Hispanic Heritage Week. Again, remember, though, there are also uh, We Have Cool Friends. There's also a Kind of Funny podcast. There's a whole bunch of different stuff going on, including the post show we're about to do for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, Mario, if people aren't coming to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, where can they keep up with you? Uh, you can keep up with me at that Mario on Twitter. It's primarily where you'll find me. If you message me, DM me, I'm probably going to answer because I'm a very personal person. Uh, when you want to <laughs> see my, you want to see my work, I'm primarily right now at youtubecom slash shockers where you'll be able to see reviews. You actually will see uh, Salisbury uh, conspiracy video, uh, which I am excited to get my hands into. I haven't got a chance to play it. I'm really excited. I've been very busy. Just saying. It's our shit. Uh, Tell yeah. Um, you also can find me on twitch.tv slash that Mario Rivera. You find me everywhere, to be honest. You'll find me in weird places at that Mario Rivera. But ultimately, I would say <laughs> I would say follow me on there because I'm gonna be streaming for uh Zombie Kills. Uh, uh tap me to do some charity stuff for her later this month. Um, that's gonna be great. If you want more information on that, obviously, if you can, zombie kills on Twitter. Uh there's so much, but I'm just gonna leave it there. Okay. Mario, you were fantastic. Of course, thank you for dedicating your time today. And of course, thank you for being a kind of funny best friend. Absolutely. Glad to be. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash games. We're about to do the post show. Or you can watch it later on youtube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>